morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this. My name is Yvette Wanzu and welcome back to the Walking with Wanzu podcast. How are you? How have you been? Has life been kind to you? It's been treating you good? Tough times? I'm sending you love and hugs nonetheless. Welcome back to the podcast. Enjoy listening. Hi guys, how are you? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back and for tuning in. And if this is your first time, my name is Wanzu and I am the host of the Working with Wanzu podcast. Here I talk about all things life experiences because I am so keen on creating a safe space where I can share from my own personal life experiences and hopefully some of the lessons and the challenges that I gather over time and that I manage to just work around can be inspiring and can also help you in one way or another. So this is a safe space where we don't judge, we just come as we are and we listen, we vent, we learn and we do all that good stuff. How are you? Nairobi is entering the peak of its winter season. It's June and I am telling you, I am struggling. Um, A quick check-in perhaps. I haven't been in the best mental space, to be honest. I have really been struggling. I think the weather has contributed largely to how I have been feeling. I really struggle to wake up in the morning. Um, Thankfully, I started this thing where I do morning workouts. So every morning, just so I can get some form of discipline as far as waking up early is concerned. So every morning I wake up, I put on my workout gear and because I'm a, I'm a tiny babe generally I don't do a lot of working out so what I'll do is I'll, I'll walk all the way to the ground floor and then I run from go- ground floor to the 10th floor and then I do a couple of squats a couple of yoga stretches then I start my day so that helps to just get me up and running um, but other than that I have really been struggling sometimes I get to work and I'm really low on energy there are days when I just feel like I really need a tight hug because I'm really just struggling However, I've also managed to make a couple of moves um, towards the end of May that were really good and that will be impactful for me and the plans that I have, not only for myself, but for my family. So I'm really excited about that. So those were really great wins for me. Um, I have also been thinking a lot about some of the things that I want to change um, in matters, you know, like relationships, friendships, um, my job, like there's just, there are a few things that I feel I want to tweak and change. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to do a bit of stock taking because it's also media. It's June. That means we are six months down and six more months to go. Um, I never like to subscribe to that pressure where you give yourself for, oh, by this time, I should be able to have done this and do this and do that. I don't subscribe to that kind of pressure. However, I feel it's important to always take a step back and do a bit of stock taking and just see where you are. And as I was doing that, uh, there are a number of issues that have been weighing heavy on my mind and in my heart. And I wanted to take a deep reflection at myself, you know, just a bit of introspection to try and see okay, so Wanzu, how are you doing? What are some of the amazing changes that you've implemented and that are working out for you? What are some of the things that you really need to change? And something that really struck me, and I know this is so, this might even be so cliche to say, but something that really struck me is as far as my life is concerned, um, me being an employee, me being a mom, me being, you know, someone's partner, me, me being a cousin, a friend, the common denominator in my life is me. Yeah. So, How about I just take 
working on me a bit more seriously and then see what comes out of that. Um, I've been in a space where I've been feeling like there are a number of aspects of myself, I personally, of my, um, I know I can't change the essence of who I am because I am who I am, but there are certain things that I can try and tweak and change. They're not so good. Um, what can I call them? They're not so good kind of um, behaviors or tendencies that I have. Some I would like to change. Some I would like to amplify. And then there are new things that I would like to try um, and just encompass in my life, in my values, you know, just a few things that I wanted to change. And something that came out so strongly for me was self-respect. I think sometimes, especially as women in this society, we are wired to give, give of our time, give of our money, give of our our love, give of our resources. Like women, we stay giving. We just, we really give. And the same even for some men too, because I know a lot of selfless men who just would move heaven and earth to make sure the people who they're responsible, whether it's their family, um, are just in a good space and are comfortable. And so I've seen a number of times in my life where I have really put one zoo, I myself, on the back burner and tried to solve things or work around everyone else around me and completely forget myself. And that's something that I want to actively start to change. I mean, there are, there are a number of times when I have learned to say no when I can't do something. There are a number of times where I have prioritized rest. I have prioritized, you know, just doing something nice for myself just so I can also just, you know, just self-suit and also just love on me. However, there are a number of things that also I have been doing that makes me really doubt my sense of self-respect. And that's something that I want to change. So that's what I want us to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen, is the issue of self-respect. Now, I won't come here and talk about self-respect without giving you a definition. So let's jump straight into it. What is self-respect? Self-respect is a positive and healthy attitude towards oneself that involves valuing one's own worth and dignity as a human being. I'll say that again, a positive and healthy attitude towards oneself that involves valuing one's own worth and dignity as a human being. I think that's the basic, that's normally the basic, what kind of, what can I call it? Like the basic necessity or the basic kind of expectation when you're dealing with other people. But the thing is, we can never give what we don't have. So you can be out here trying to respect Siju, your boss, Siju, your colleague. I don't know who, I don't know who, but you don't have any respect for yourself. Because honey, if you're trying to respect other people, then you don't respect yourself. That respect you're even giving others, where is it coming from? And I think the best the the best part of living your life, living your best life is once you embark on a journey um, and being intentional about having an affair with your own self, like having a relationship with yourself, being in tune with yourself, your heart, your body, your mind. You just like being in oneness, being present, being aware, knowing what your values are, knowing what makes you tick, knowing what excites you, and constantly being at a space where you put you first and then now show up in all these other aspects as the best version of you or at, at, that, at that particular time being the fullest you can possibly be. And so 
I think there are some of the things um, that we can look into when we talk about self-respect. Um, the thing about self-respect is it is the belief in one's own abilities, qualities and achievements, and the willingness to treat oneself with compassion and kindness and fairness. Let me just tell you. Some people are normally out here professing and dying love when you don't even love yourself. And I know I'm shouting and I know I'm using violence. But would you, while you're listening to this, I just want you to pause for a moment and ask yourself, do you really love yourself? In fact, love, we are stretching it. Let's, let's dial it back. Let's take it back. Do you like yourself? Like if you came out of yourself and looked at yourself, would you, would you like you? Would you like you, when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you look at your, whether it's your dark skin or your car caramel, chocolate light skin, whatever, when you look at yourself in the mirror, do you like what you see? Do you think, mm -hmm, ah, wow, that forehead is, I like your forehead. I like my, I mean, I look good. Do you, do you like yourself? Do you like how you talk? Do you like how you walk? Do you like how you look? Do you like how you show up in different capacities? Do you like you? And if you don't, what can we do to change that? Because self-respect is a huge part of how you show up in your life. And we all know that we just get one life. I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe reincarnation can happen. But now what if you come back as a cockroach? Okay. What if you come back as a housefly? What if you come back as a bird? Now you'll have wasted your life for, for living as a human and living to the, full, full, to the fullness of what it is that it can give. So how about we embark on this journey and try and see if, if you feel like you've kind of lost self-respect for yourself, how can we get it back? And the thing about life is life is not constant. So there are days when you wake up and you really feel like you're functioning at optimum. You love yourself. You love how you look. You like, you love how you're moving. You love how you, like you just, you really, you rock with yourself heavy. And then the days you wake up, you're just like, now who is this? Honestly, also, why am I awake? I want to sleep for six months. So you always have those kind of, um, you know, those moments where it's up and down and up and down. But what what are some of the things that we can be aware of? And then what are some of the tools that we can implement and use to make sure that our own sense of self-respect is operating at an all-time high, at optimum, if need be? So self-esteem involves a number of things, yeah? It, it involves setting boundaries and refusing to allow others to mistreat or disrespect you. I just, I cannot say this loudly enough. You know, all of, most of us walk around these streets looking hot, looking gangster, like we have everything together. But sometimes the way you just allow people to walk all over you and disrespect you and mistreat you. And you know, one thing about people is you teach people how to treat you. So if you don't respect yourself, if you don't value yourself, if you just don't move in a way that shows that you have a high sense of value and self-respect, then that mirrors on how people treat you, right? So if self-respect involves you valuing your own worth and dignity as a human being, and you do that for yourself, then you should expect nothing less from other people. And when they cross that boundary, then you set it back up real quick and you draw a line. So what are some of the things that we can do to just make sure we, we are keeping our own uh, sense of self-respect? And if we are keeping it, how can we make it better? I think the first thing that you can do is to keep your promises to yourself. Hey! 
people for resolutions. Let's just meet at this tent behind here. I think there's a tent back here. We have some tea and mandazis. Let's just meet there and talk. Because me, me, I know myself. How I'll just be here in January saying, you know, this year, and to move different, and to do what, and to gain weight. I want to be in a new relationship and start dating again. I want to put myself out there and to get another job. I want to do this. But the thing about the funny thing about life is, as you're busy planning and doing all these things and feeling oomph and amph because it's a new year and you feel like you can conquer everything, which you can, but life has its own process. So I think sometimes we don't keep our promises to ourselves. And I am very guilty of that. Sometimes I'll do, I'll start something. I think one of the things that I'm really beating up myself about is online courses. So I love matters psychology. Like you'll find me reading books, watching videos. I take up as much content and information about psychology and wellness as much as I can. And the, the number of times that I have started online courses, whether it's in psychology, um, introduction, or just a deeper look into psychology and, and, you know, just matters wellness. And I don't finish. I'll go to a course even up to three quarters and I'll do it so well. I'll start it so dedicated. I set up a study time. I can even wake up at 4 a.m. or I read before I go and sleep. And then at some point, I just fall off the bandwagon and I don't read at all. Like as I am speaking to you now, I think I haven't read in a month. Now I think I've even forgotten a lot of the knowledge that I had accumulated from doing that short course. And there was a time that I was talking to a friend because I like, I just like reaching out to people when they're in a dark space or if we can have a conversation and try and work towards a solution or if I can offer help or a resource. That's something that I'm very open to and that I love to do. And I remember her telling me about some of the sleep um conditions that people normally have whether it's insomnia and stuff like that and she was describing sleep apnea and she was telling me something about it and I remember just using some of the information I had from my course from the short course that I was studying at the time and explaining it to her and breaking down and I was breaking it down and I was just thinking wow this thing that I am doing is actually really paying off like this knowledge is really coming in handy but who is Wanzu now have I gone back to read and finish no so Keeping your promises to yourself. If you say you'll do something, try as much as you can to do it and see it to completion. Because that, whether you know it or not, directly or indirectly, there's a way it goes into your brain and into your psyche. And it just makes you a better person. And then you feel like like it's the small, small things that you set for yourself and accomplish. There's a way it just makes you feel like you can do more and more and more and still accomplish. And when you get over one obstacle or one thing that you really wanted to do and then do it and finish and then do another thing and finish, there's a certain also sense of self-confidence that you put in yourself and self-respect because you keep your own promises to yourself and the things that you say you will do, you do it to completion. So there's, there's a way it just, it just puts you in a good space with your own self, right? And who also doesn't feel good when you just decide to do something and you do it and you finish and you kick ass at it and you just do it to the best of your ability. It feels good. It's a good feeling. Now imagine having that feeling on a regular Another thing that you can do is to be kind and gracious to yourself. Hey, yo, I mean, these points are shouting. I can't even believe it's me who wrote them. I am my greatest and worst critic. I criticize a lot. I self-criticize a lot. Sometimes I'll be in the house. I do my makeup. I put on a dope outfit. And when I walk 
out, I instantly start to feel self-conscious. I start asking myself, like, do I look too skinny in these jeans? Do I look... And you'll never pick it up sometimes because of... I'm very... I'm Like, how I talk, I'm very... You know, uh, and then my sense of humor. Sometimes you might not pick up on it, but I self-criticize a lot. And then I take... I take opinions to heart a lot. So if someone comments on something about me, whether it's my appearance or a job I've done, and the the feedback is not as positive, it really gets to my head. Because one of my love languages is also words of affirmation. And so what people speak really gets into my head and into my mind and into my heart. So I'm learning, um, even when I mess up, even when I don't manage to do things to the best of my ability, or I make a mistake, to extend myself a lot of grace and kindness. On days when I'm tired, to allow myself to sleep in, to allow myself to get a lot of rest. On days when I feel overwhelmed, because I am a single mom, then I allow myself to come out of the parenting role and go out with my friends. You know, we can go to the club. We can go to like get, I don't know, have a meal, go do some sip and painting, just do something fun that will make me feel like I am I am doing something to edify my spirit, something just for me. Something I, I also really loved to do was to go on solo dates. And so... Now I've veered way, way off. But the, what I meant to say initially was just be kind and gracious to yourself. There's a, there's, a, there's a voice that if you give power to, that can really mess you up. There's this voice that's always in your head that tells you the good things and the bad things. And sometimes this voice that says the bad things, if it's a voice that's very heavy on self-criticism, you know, like it's, it's um, I don't know what word to use. If that voice in your head self-criticizes a lot, and you give it a lot of power, it can really mess you up. Sometimes it can, it can even make you feel or think that someone is saying something that initially they did not mean or they, that they didn't mean for you to take it or the way you did. And it can cause a lot of conflict and unhappiness. So you want to try as much as possible. And y'all, adulting is tough. And even not just adulting only. I feel like every stage in life come, comes with its fair share of challenges. And so just learn to be kind and gracious to yourself. Another thing is to aim to constantly self-improve. Now, y'all know, I mean, we are all... We are all awesome in our own ways. However, we also do have small, small traits here and there that we could really try and fix or try and, and diminish as much as we can. And so if you feel like you're, I don't know, like you personally know what you're struggling with. I also know my own personal struggles. Try and see as much as possible how you can self-improve. Try and get tools, try and get resources, try and backtrack, get feedback from your loved ones and see some of the things that you're doing that, you know, make you not show up as your best and some of the things that you're doing that you can definitely improve on. Another thing is to forgive yourself. You're, you know, those mistakes that you made last week, that mistake that you made yesterday, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, let it go. You cannot give what you do not have. People wrong you every day because we all move and think differently. And sometimes what someone does is not necessarily what you agree with. And in one way or another, there are instances where people will do things that will offend you. And you can't extend forgiveness to others if you can't do it for yourself. So if there's something that has been weighing heavy on your mind and in your heart, whether it's something that you did or something that happened, this is your cue to try and forgive and extend yourself grace and forgive yourself. 
this one, which is last but not least, create boundaries. I feel like I need to shout. I In this moment, I could actually use a microphone because this cannot be emphasized enough. We need to learn to create boundaries, whether it's at home, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in church, in our small communities where we do what we do, let us learn to create boundaries. The reason why sometimes we get into situations and pick up fights and get disappointed and get hurt is because we don't create boundaries for ourselves. You as a person know what knows what makes you tick. You know what makes you upset. You know the things that you, according to your values and what you stand for, that you really just cannot stomach. Yeah. And so making a deliberate attempt to be able to communicate what those boundaries are and be very clear about them. And when they are crossed, you know, implement certain kind of repercussions, that is very important for you because self-preservation goes a long way in ensuring that you're in a space where you, you know, you protect your inner peace, you protect yourself, and you can be able to relate to others well. Please retain your self-respect. Um, there are jobs that we need to say goodbye to. There are partnerships that we need to end. There are relationships that have died a very long and slow death. Sometimes once you tap into that sense of just having a deep sense of self-respect, knowing the things that add value to you and do not, then you learn to let go of things, even if it hurts. And letting go of things is not easy. I don't want to come here and start preaching and saying, oh, walk away from a relationship and then now you think it's going to be all ponies and rainbows. It's not. Um, or oh, walk away from this job or, or, or just try and change this or change that. Change is never easy, but it's necessary. And that's the only constant thing in life. It's change because life keeps evolving and keeps changing. And so you want to be in a space where you, you, you know, you take care of yourself, you create boundaries and just communicate them very clearly. Now, what does self-respect do for you? It contributes to a positive self-image, increased confidence, and greater resilience in the face of challenges. One thing about me, and I'll say this, I think this is my biggest flex. One thing about me, I will always find a solution. And life, life happens. Life happens. And sometimes things can be rough. Like life will just hit you left, right, and center and be kicking your behind from all angles. But I, I personally, I always choose to try and see beyond and find a solution. If I can solve it myself, I will. If I need to ask for help, I will. But I will do what needs to be done and try and look past the challenge that I have in that particular moment. And so if when you're faced with challenges, you panic, you shut down, you go into a space where you don't like, perhaps we need to check on how your sense of self is and more so your sense of self-respect. Let's live a life that if we were asked, would you like to do it again? You'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And not because you're coming to fix things. This is because you're just like, I feel like that was really good. I would want to do that again. So here's me talking to you, Jane, John, Peter, Alice, I don't know, whoever it is that's listening to this, please find your sense of self-respect. And if it's been diminished or depleted over time, let's try and work towards getting it back. You deserve love. You deserve respect. You deserve to be treated with 
just general and, and true human decency. And what a better person to do that for you than yourself. It starts now, a, a single step towards the right direction is progress. You making an effort, a conscious effort to listen, to acquire the tools, to just even just think of, I want to change this. That's already progress. I'm rooting for you. And if you've been in a space where you feel like you're hurt and you're processing deep trauma, or you've just been in situations where your self-respect has really been diminished and depleted, I'm sending you a lot of love and hugs. Feel free to reach out to me on the socials. Feel free to write to me and I will see you on the next one. Sending you lots of love and big hugs. And if you're in Nairobi and experiencing this Kenyan winter, I am asking you to just take your coffee and stay warm because um, where it's going, to, it's, it's going to be rough, but we'll survive. All the love and hugs and sunshine. I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and being part of my journey. I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Yvette Wanzu. Find me on Gmail at tewanzu at gmail.com. Feel free to write to me so that we can interact and get to know each other a little bit better. Thank you so much for being part of my journey and for working with me and doing this thing called life with me. So we just do life together. Ama, have a good one. Sending you love and light and I will see you on the next one. Bye.